Welcome to Fierce Amazing Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Erin Martin. I'm a physician, writer, speaker, mentor, and mother of three. I believe that this lifetime is short, health is precious, and relationships gift us with the juiciest memories. I love thinking big, asking the hard questions, and catalyzing others to do the same. You are invited to listen and learn to the ways amazing people are showing up in this world and truly thriving, and helping others to do the same. Together, we will explore and enjoy conversations about what it truly means to thrive and how we can live fiercely and on purpose, in our truth, with our tribes, in health, and in the ways we react and receive. We will give airtime to our inner wisdom and learn to honor our integrity. Refreshingly in your face, this podcast will inspire, motivate, and propel you to create something new, wonderful, and fierce for your life. Because we hold the power to create an amazing life lived fully alive and to change the world. Before you listen to this episode of Fierce Amazing Radio, I just wanted to put in here a little note. I recorded this episode prior to the current events and the death of George Floyd. The Black Lives Matter movement has amplified and accelerated in the preceding week, and we are faced with an ever-growing amount of uncertainty in our country, in our lives, and as communities, and families even. And so as you listen to this episode, I think that it is even of more paramount importance that we understand reality, what is, and the truth of the situation, which is our country is inherently built on a foundation of inequality, despite what our Constitution says. And so love must prevail. And in order to do that, we all must be in reality with ourselves at the deepest levels so that that message can spread like a ripple in the ocean. So as you listen to this podcast, it's with a deeper meaning, even more so than the pandemic that we're currently going through. And I hope that you will extrapolate what we're talking about in the episode into current events. So everyone, be well, and I hope you enjoy. Welcome, everyone. This is episode number four of the Fierce Amazing Radio podcast, and I'm your host, Dr. Erin Martin. Today, we're going to be talking about uncertainty. I've titled this podcast, Hello, Uncertainty, Why Are You Staring at Me? And the reason that I decided to call it that is because I've heard so much, and I've heard it out of my own mouth as well, in the recent months. There's just so much uncertainty, and we're being faced with so much uncertainty, etc. And it's true, and it's not true. And I think that in order to live empowered and live in our purpose and on purpose, meaning what we do, we do with intention in order to create something in our life, whether that be big or small, is that we need to really be in reality with what is so and be able to have the awareness and the wisdom to discern what is real and what is, if you will, made up. What is a story? What is it that we are creating around what is so that may or may not be serving us? And in many cases, and the reason why I want to talk about that today is because it isn't serving us on so many levels. 
So if I want to live powerfully and on purpose and in purpose, then I must be in reality with what is so. Now, is it true that there's a lot of uncertainty in the world right now? Absolutely. Is it true that so many of us are faced with uncertainties of finances, of career, of relationships, of health? Yes, absolutely. However, the truth is that it's not any more uncertain than it ever has been. We're just very much more aware right now of it staring at us in the face. Here's what I mean. Life is inherently uncertain. It always has been and it always will be. Life as an entity is finite. We only have so much of it and none of us actually knows how much of it we have. The only certainty that there is in life is that it will always be changing. Life will always be uncertain and we are born and we die. Now, I don't want that to seem like an oversimplification, but it is actually the truth because we cannot control most of what is happening out there in the world. We cannot control politics per se as as a single person, not to say that voting and having a voice and speaking up is not important because it absolutely is. But we cannot control the actions of other people. We can't even control the actions of our children if you're in total reality there. I have a 13-year-old. I wish I could control him, but if you're a parent out there, you know these little people that come from us or to us are actually their own beings, right? And we become very much aware of that as they grow. The only thing we do have control of is our perception and awareness and what we do with that, how we choose to feel, how we choose to think, how we choose to act. That's the only certainty. There has always been uncertainty. Life has changed so significantly recently because of the pandemic and because of the economic situation that it's almost like life has slowed down for so many of us. We've been stuck at home. Things have been much slower than they usually are. And we've been faced with reality in a way that seems very uncomfortable. And we've become very aware that life is, in fact, quite uncertain. But that isn't something new. What I'm saying is life has always been uncertain. We're just much more aware of it right now. And it's staring us in the face because we've had to slow down. Life has, we've had to get quiet. We've had to get creative about that uncertainty. And so if we are in reality about the fact that, you know, hello, uncertainty, I know you've always been there and I've been ignoring you. I've been filling my life with busyness, with other activities, with other projects, with other things that are seemingly important in order to essentially make myself more comfortable with the fact that I'm not in control of everything and life is just uncertain. And to be okay with that is very difficult. So I want that concept to really sink in. Now, when I first really started contemplating that concept, 
that was brought to me through a training that I had been doing with some mentorship on my own, it actually felt really freeing to be like, oh yeah, this isn't something that's brand new, something that I've never seen before that I have to figure out. The truth is, is that it's always been there. I've just not been in reality about it. I just have been ignoring it. And so now here it is, and it doesn't have to feel like this new unknown. I can just be like, okay, it's uncertain. It's always been uncertain. There's a familiarity there, and it always will be uncertain. Okay, great. So now that I know that, and there's nothing that I can do to change that, I can be okay with that easier, and I can also pivot and be like, all right, new understanding. How do I want to show up in the midst of this uncertainty? It's just an inherent part of this human experience. So knowing what is so and being in reality with only what is so is the next thing that I want to talk about. So now that we know that life is uncertain, any type of situation, whatever it is that you're feeling uncertain about in this moment, and this can be applied now, in the future, and even to anything that's happened to you in the past, and especially to things that have happened to you in the past that may be following you now. But if you can be in reality with what is so, what was the reality of the situation? I do these exercises with my clients, with my children even. I don't want to hear the whole story that we've, you've created around what's happened. Let's just stick to the facts. When we get overwhelmed with life, when we get overwhelmed with a situation, when there's so much emotional charge to something, always go back to the facts. What are the facts of the situation? That's what's so. So for instance, I thought that my husband was going to mow the lawn, and he did not mow the lawn. I came home, and the lawn was unmown. Now, I've developed a whole reason in my head that I could be pissed off at him about this, that it didn't get done, that he was too busy uh, working on his car or prioritizing things that I didn't feel were important. And so then I create this whole story in my head about how he's not a team player, that he doesn't understand how stressed out that makes me, et cetera, et cetera. You can come up with, I'm sure, an example from your own life. Now that is what's so with a huge shell around the outside of story that I've made up about it. What is so is that the lawn did not get mowed. Everything else is story. So knowing what is so, knowing that the lawn didn't get mowed, and being in reality with only what is so, and then understanding the story and the drama that I add to what is so is huge because that's awareness and awareness is the first step to evolution and transformation of a situation of a thought pattern of a habit of a lifestyle so if i have that awareness i can stop living in the story which is what most of us are living in 99 percent of the time and i can just be in reality because the reality is that he came home from work and he was exhausted and the kids needed him to do something else for them help them with homework get a snack all of this other stuff and he felt overwhelmed with all of that and the lawn didn't get mowed now is that a big deal apparently in my story i thought that it was but in reality it's not a big deal because relationships are what matter right Relationships are the core of our human experience. 
So I got to stop living in that story once I understood what was reality and what was story. And then when I was in reality, like the lawn didn't get mowed. Okay, so now let's get creative about how that lawn can get mowed. That was a very simple example. And we can have much more complex examples from life, from work, etc. However, the truth of the matter is, is when you're in reality, it's actually usually much simpler than the complications of the stories that we have created around what is reality. So I hope that this is something that you can begin to contemplate, to begin to try to wrap your mind around. It's not a concept that everyone gets right away. It's kind of something oftentimes that you have to kind of simmer in for a little bit and the light bulbs will start going off. So just to recap here, we're talking about the fact that life is always uncertain. It always has been. It always will be. And if we can be in reality with that fact, we get to just kind of exhale and be like, oh, that's just how it is. Like the sky is blue and the ocean is deep and snow is cold. It's just how it is that we've accepted those things Life is also uncertain. That's how it is. And then we get to really move on from that and build awareness around what is reality in any situation and what is story. So whatever uncertainty that you are facing in your life right now, whether it is an uncertainty of finances, be in what is so. Whether it's a situation of a loss of job, a loss of career, or even the contemplation of a transition of career, which I know a lot of women go through, myself included, what's the reality of the situation? Stick to the facts. Stay out of the story. It's an empowered way to move through a transformation in your life. Whatever the situation is, be in reality. Stick to what is so. The facts. Separate in your mind And even it's a great journaling exercise to separate in black and white in front of you what is so and what is story. And even I would say when I'm really, when I know I'm stuck in story and I can't just, I have all the yeah buts and what ifs and he should have and she should have and should not have all of those things. I have a couple people that I can call and say, hey, this is the story. Lay it all out there and say, I need to have you help me discern what's fact here from what's the fiction what's the story that I have created around this that's super helpful super powerful if you have people in your life like that hold on to them and use them as a resource if you don't have people like that in your life I highly suggest that you start seeking them out and surround yourself with at least two or three people that you can do that with on a regular basis. And you can be that for somebody else as well. Once you can stop living in your story and start living in reality, with a capital R, reality, then you can ask yourself in that uncertainty, who do I say that I am? Who do I say that I am? And I am is a sense or a fact of your beingness. Who do you say that you are, no matter what? You're not cold, you're not poor, you're not sad, you're not depressed, you're not happy. Those are all qualities that can come and go. They can change like the weather. But who do you say that you are? 
that is your word of who you are that is unchanging. That saying is who you are. That saying is who I am. And once you know who that you say that you are, you honor it. You remember it. You tattoo it on the memory of your brain. And it informs how you show up for your life. It informs how you treat other people. It informs the decisions that you make, no matter how scary they are. Who you are is who you say you are, not who somebody else says that you are, not who you think you should be because of circumstances, because of the time that you've already put in to something, because of the degree that you already have, because of your fear of what other people are going to say if you actually declare who you really are. Who I say that I am is who that I say that I am. There's no ulterior motive. There's no secret universal formula for that. You decide who you are, and that's who you are. For me, my saying, who I say I am, is that I am an empowered woman who empowers others always. That's who I say that I am. And when I'm feeling small, when I'm feeling weak, when I'm feeling like life is getting the best of me, I have this written down and I look at it and I say, I am an empowered woman who empowers others always. And I get a little chill up my spine and I remind that reminder is like, oh yeah, that is who I am, and I can sit a little bit taller, I can put my shoulders back, and I can move forward. So who do you say that you are? What is your word, and are you honoring it? It's time to honor your word to yourself, to honor your word to others, to be who you say that you are, to embody that. And you have to practice that. We all fall down. We all make mistakes. We all say things we wish we hadn't said. We all do things and say things that are out of integrity with who we say that we are. You've been there. Don't pretend it hasn't happened. We've all done it. And we have periods of our life, I will say for myself and for my own experiences, that I'll have a period of uh, some time where I'm out of integrity for a while. And I'll make mistake after mistake after mistake that feels very much out of alignment with who that I say that I am. But you practice and you practice and you practice being in integrity with your word until you begin to embody it always. You get to be human though and you get to have grace for yourself always coming back into alignment when you've been out of integrity. But always have grace for yourself. There is no need ever for the self-flogging that we as women do to ourselves. And even as men, we know men, we all have men in our lives as well that do that. I'm not good enough. We all have issues with self-confidence and self-worth from time to time at the least. So when we fall out of integrity with ourselves, having grace for ourselves in this human experience, guess what? None of us are perfect. Then you get back into integrity. When you're out of integrity, what you do then is you get in reality with what is so. Because usually when we're out of integrity, it's because we're in our story. We're in the fiction. We've decided to ignore the facts as they are, and we have started to live a fictional life. We've lived in the drama. 
we're creating it. And some of us have a real propensity. We create drama. We love the melodramatic. So you get in reality with what is so, and you clean up the mess. You clean up the mess that you've made, whether it's the mess in your own head, the mess in your own bed, the mess in your own family, the mess in your own workplace. You clean it up. You get back into integrity with yourself and whoever else you have taken on the little story time that you've told yourself. You honor your word. Who do you say you are? You get back in alignment with that. And when you're living your life in integrity with who you say that you are, uncertainty is just part of the game. It's much easier to navigate. You know who you say you are no matter what. I know that if my employer downsizes, if we're not able to meet the bottom line after all of this pandemic crisis, I still know that I'm an empowered woman. I still know that I will always empower others because that's who I say that I am. Everything else changes, but that is who I am. And I need to try to stay in reality with that as much as possible. I heard my mentor say, and I wrote this quote down, he said, Integrity is a mountain without a top. You gotta love the climb. Because as we talk about our humanness and having grace for ourselves, when we fall out of alignment with ourselves and who we say that we are and what we stand for, you gotta get up and you gotta keep climbing because it doesn't have a top. As we are human, we will always have to work for it. But you gotta love the climb. You gotta love that being in alignment with yourself, being in the reality and what you are able to create when that is so. So I hope that this feels good to you. I hope that this really resonates for yourself and gives you this perspective completely different perhaps than what you have looked at uncertainty as before. I hope that it gives you a hunger to look deeper into this for you. There's wonderful journaling exercises that you can do. One thing that I have people do is just write down, what is so? What do I know to be so? Or what do I know to be true? And I have people put true with a capital T. What do I know to be true in my life? My husband loves me. I am safe. I am loved. I am taken care of, etc., etc. And get really familiar with the truth of your life. Those are the solid rocks that you can stand on in the face of any uncertainty because it's going to keep staring at you. It stares at you every day, whether you realize it or not. It is there. It's not going anywhere. But you can go somewhere. You can keep moving. You can keep evolving. You can keep transforming. You can create whatever it is that you want to create for your life. As long as you're in reality with what's so and you are in integrity with the word of who you say that you are. And when you fall out of that integrity, you clean up your mess and you start climbing again. It has been a pleasure to be with you. I am so grateful for this opportunity. If you would like to leave a comment, send me an email or a comment on Facebook. I would greatly appreciate it. Until next time, be in power, be in purpose, be in truth. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Fierce Amazing Radio. If you enjoyed the show, make sure you subscribe so that you'll automatically get new shows every week. And I would love it if you left us a review. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, and other platforms. I'd also love to hear from you. 
You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Dr. Erin Martin, or just head to DrAaronMartin.com and you will find them all there. You'll also find additional resources, videos, and information to uplift and inspire you. Fierce Amazing Radio is the elevated conversation for those who are fiercely creating an amazing life, and I'm honored you've tuned in.